You know how the mighty Morphin Power Rangers morph into that one big guy? That's Kristen. Only instead of being made up of a bunch of smaller guys, she's made from a menagerie of disorders. And it's time for another one to officially morph into the mix. This episode, Kristen gives an overview of what dyslexia is and explores her own relationship with this often missed diagnosis. We get into why dyslexia happens in the brain, how it impacts reading and spelling, some helpful strategies and accommodations, and we work through the confusing feelings that come with the realization that you were never dumb, you were just struggling with an untreated learning disorder. If you're not convinced you know how to read, you just memorize a lot of words, come join us for an eye-opening look into dyslexia that just may revolutionize everything you know about yourself along the way. They said that we'd grow out of it. Well, the joke's on them, that's just our brains. We're eccentric, loud, and stubborn. And most of our clothing is covered in stains. It's not a deficit of attention. There's just too much to think about. So if executive dysfunction becomes a little too much, if you forgot why you came in this room, or you're hypersensitive to touch, then put on your seamless socks and come join our little flock. Bitches stimming together, we're weirds of a feather. Weirds of a feather. Ah! All right. Comfy. I'm get comfy. Get comfy. Get loud. Do something crazy. You probably don't know what that's from, do you? Uh, I do not. No. It's the intro to Jersey Shore. Oh. I, know I don't would. think I've like ever watched a full episode. I've got the of gist course. of it. No, you don't. Yeah. You don't have the full gist until you watch <laughs> I it. I got the gist of it. No, I bet you don't. Like it's most a things. It's a, it's a bunch of people. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're in a house. Yep. They have to work, right? Yeah. And then there's just like a bunch of uh, fake Tanner and uh, gym memberships going on. Yeah, you got the gist of I it. I got the gist of it. Yeah, you yeah. got it. Now, there's a lot more heart than uh, you're making it out to be, but I'm, okay. I'm sure there's heart th throughout. Your kind soul. Of pebbled throughout there. <laughs> just a sprinkling. <laughs> sprinkling of heart on the Jersey Shore. Yeah. That's what the book's going to start as like. <laughs> sprinkling of heart. Instead of like, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times. <laughs> Sprinkling of heart plus one punch in the face yeah. to a woman. Oh. Snooky. She got punched in the face. She got punched in the like face? Like immediately. Yeah. By, by a full, who? By a big man at a bar. Oh, men are the he worst. Got, I think he got arrested. I think he got, I think he was like a teacher or something and he got fired. Well, good. He should. You shouldn't be punching people in the and face. And she's like the size of Max. She's like 4'11". She's so 4 little. 11. Yeah. Punch her in the face. What'd she do? Did she do anything? Probably nothing. She was just she, being loud, I think. But you know, God punch. forbid a woman is loud in public. Oh my goodness! Right? Gotta punch those girls in the face. Justice for Snooky. Yeah. All right. Um. Do you want to mosey on into the app? Yeah, but first. Yeah. Welcome to Weirds oh. of Feather and ADHD adjacent podcast. I'm your host Kristen, and I'm your host Grace. Nailed it. You crushed it. I got it. Two recordings in a row. You know what? You know you 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 know why? <laughs> Tell me why, please. <laughs> I, just, I just butcher that. <laughs> um, I wrote myself stage directions. Oh, and it's helping. It's helping. Mm. Stage direction number one: introduce the podcast. Nice. You're like Ron Burgundy. If yeah. it's written down, you will read it. <laughs> 
So, yeah. All uh, right. What's next on your stage directions? A warm-up question. Now look up. Smile. Pause. Two seconds. Look back down. Is that written there? Yeah, it just says warm-up question. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Not that detailed of stage directions? No. Okay. No. They're, they're the gist of laugh, stage. Laugh here. <laughs> it's, it's vague stage directions. Okay. Yeah. I've got it. This one, I actually really want to know. All right. Uh, because this, I was put in this situation. And I'll tell you what I did, but I want to know uh, what what the proper thing to do is. Okay. Is it okay to re-gift a cake? I need more context. I would say yeah, but I think I need more context, but yes. Okay. I think it's always okay. I think it's okay. As long as cake's being eaten. Yeah. Right? So I was gifted a cake at work, and I forgot about it for a couple days and then i was like oh, i'm just like not going to be able to eat this cake um it was just like a little you personal forgot about first I, of all i can't relate to the story at okay all. <laughs> <laughs> i just it got busy it was gifted a cake it was like pa appreciation something something so the office staff got my coworkers and i cakes i believe maybe it was just i don't think it was pa appreciation for some reason my my coworker and i got two cakes one for each <laughs> you're so unobservant sometimes um, you're like i don't know someone gifted me a cake they gave me a cake <laughs> and it was like personal pan pizza size and you know what i did instead uh, john got a cheesecake so and he doesn't really like cheesecake so i ate his cheesecake Smart. and then i was like well now i have extra cake i'm not going to eat this cake and then one day goes by and then two days go by and then i'm like Ooh, this is a cake that needs eating and then I had a patient, and the patient had a birthday while he was in the hospital, which is always like, oh. Yeah. And he, it was like just a delightful man and just was kind of bummed that it was his birthday and he was in the hospital. So I was like, I'm going to get him a cake, but then it ended up getting really busy. And then I didn't have time to go to the store to get a cake. So but you then gave I was him like, your old stale cake. It wasn't that stale. How stale was it? It was a couple days old. And, and he would never have known. And- he ate the whole thing and he was very appreciative and Aww. there were no repercussions of that. I think that's fine. I support that. Right? Is it okay to give like and yes. and, and the thing yes. is that I made sure that the office staff didn't see me giving the cake to them, to the guy. That's a good idea. Because I feel bad that I didn't I don't eat think the cake should... that they gave me. You ate the cheesecake. I ate the cake that wasn't given to me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I ate someone else's cake. Tell them that. It's just it's a lot of cake. Too much cake. Like, Once yeah, again, a, I can't relate because I would just have eaten both of the cakes. It but. just well, that was my original plan, but sometimes it it gets too busy. You can't. You're sit. never too busy for cake. You just. I didn't have time to like sit down and enjoy the cake the way I wanted to have. Grab a fistful on the go. <laughs> <laughs> Smash it in there. <laughs> cake on the go. Yeah, cake on the go. Ooh, cake to go. Cake, that's cupcakes. Cake pops. No, that's yeah. Those are already uh, or that, cupcakes. Yeah, yeah, that's already been invented. Yeah, but cakes on the go are just cupcakes. Yeah. It's already um, maybe like a burrito cake. Oh, that would be nice. That way, it one-handed cake. Yeah, you're right. I guess that'd be kind of like a a ho ho or like a twinkie. Because even yeah, Because even cupcakes are complicated, you know. <laughs> how how right you are, Kristen. They're complex and they require a lot of time and yeah. attention and detail. Well, this frosting, I always do the like. Cut I take the bottom head, yeah. off and then I put it so it's like a little cookie. Yep. Yeah. But I think a cupcake burrito is just a Twinkie. Once again, we're back at that's already, it's already been, invented. been invented. Yeah, ah. that could be a segment where we invent things and then we just loop back to it. Oh, that's already it's thing. already a thing. Cupcakes. Anyway, all right, all right. I think that, that was, was a good question. Question. Uh, we have an episode for you today. 
But first, should we do a little commercial? That's right. Yeah. Should we do a little commercial? Yes. Yes, we should. Yes. Stage directions for the win. You're crushing it with these stage directions. Yeah, just just what give concept. it time. I just need time to fail. <laughs> no, no, oh, no. Uh, you got the directions. As long as you read, well, yeah. There's time to fail. As long as you read what's written. <laughs> and that brings us to our episode today. It's all about reading. Yep. And you don't just assume you got the gist of it. You uh, know? That's my, that's, ah, fuck. Let's do our little accomplishments. Okay. I'm ready. I am also ready. Okay. I'm not, but I Yeah, you be. have no accomplishments. I, you asked me if I had an accomplishment and I thought you meant for the bagel bite. I forgot that we also had well, to do. Get another one. I can. I only accomplished one thing. <laughs> all right. Let's do the song. Okay. Little accomplishments, but big in our hearts. All right, why don't you go first? Okay. And while you talk, I'll just tune you out and I'll think about mine instead. Okay. Great. Okay. Great. Cool. Um, I made an appointment to have my taxes done. Woohoo! Woo! So my taxes aren't done. And I'm kind of like pushing it to the limit. Always. Uh, but that's kind of my move. And I go see my lady, Betsy. And Betsy does my taxes, and she tells me that I'm brave for doing taxes. Aww. Even though I don't do them, she does them. You're brave for having someone do your taxes. Yeah. There's certain... And I know some people are like, oh, I do my own taxes. Not me. That is not a thing I want to do ever. It's too anxiety-provoking for me, so... It's so boring, too. It's so boring. There's it's, no way. It's so much executive functioning like, to figure out where things are and what you got to put in. I usually... Sorry, IRS. I'm usually just kind of guessing playing a guessing game i feel like computers can do it like we have well AI every now. other country does it for you there's no reason except that they tax preparation companies are like lobbying to con make us do our taxes it's just like the government does it for you in the uk in canada like in all these other places the government just does it because they know they know because they'll punish you if you're wrong that's the thing it's, it's insane like, why i feel like it'd be so much easier if the government did it because then they wouldn't have to like prosecute people who flub up and they probably like like my brother had yeah to... but then they wouldn't be able to prosecute people who flub up so right oh man anyway so betsy and i are gonna have a little moment um i might cry but we'll see here's hoping <laughs> i'm excited i'm excited to see betsy it's been a whole year <sighs> well congrats that's yeah. uh that's a big accomplishment yeah it's a little accomplishment. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's big a big accomplishment. Once I do my, once I pay the taxes. Yeah. Anyway, Grace. Anyway, yeah. What's your little accomplishment? Fuck. I didn't think of one. Oh, man. You're supposed to tune me out. I tried, but it's really hard. Mm. I haven't. I have that effect on people. I haven't perfected it yet in all <laughs> these years. All right. Let me think for a sec. Mm. Cue the music. Cue the music. Oh, okay. I got it. Yeah. I'm going to be kind of vague on this. Sure. But I had a really big email that I had to send and I was very, very stressed about it. And I've been putting it off for like over a month. Oh, man. Um, And I've just been really anxious about it and just, you know, avoiding it at every turn. Every single day it goes on my to-do list. And every single day I'm like, oh, shoot. I It didn't make its way onto onto my list today. Oh, darn. Oh, bummer. Didn't oh. get that one done. Bummer. Um, and so I finally got myself to do it on Saturday. And God, what a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. And oh, so it took me like... so vague, it's killing me. <laughs> I know. I, I, it's I nothing, need the details. <laughs> it's nothing crazy. I was just sending an email to Tracy about my podcasting business. Oh. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to be too specific. Okay. But 
Oh, okay. uh, it's just a big email that I just, you know, enough. They're not going to be bad. There's not like bad consequences. It's not bad for anyone. It's just been me having trouble communicating, I guess. For someone who communicates a lot, I'm pretty bad at it when it comes down to it. When like when it's a time when I don't want to communicate, <laughs> you know, I will. I agree, it's particularly with like emails and stuff, even if it's like the easiest email to write. Yep. If it's a communication I don't want to have because it is displeasing to me. Yes. I will procrastinate. Yep. And just not do it. Yep. And then I finally do it and you're like, "Wow, that took like 3 seconds." Yeah. Oh, such a weight off my shoulders. I can't believe I finally did it. Good for you. Yay. Send an email. Send an email. Look Proud at me. Of you. Um, soon I'll take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> Doing big things. <laughs> One day. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I'm really proud of you, Grace. Sending emails, doing business, business stuff. I'm all about business. You know me. Yeah. That's us. Just a couple of business ladies. Yeah. Business bros. Yep. We we met in business school. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Been tight ever since. Yep. Yep. Finance. Finance. We love it. Stocks. Stocks. I was just about to say stocks. (laughs) And bonds. (laughs) Stocks and bonds and bonds and stocks. Oh, love them. Can't get enough of the stocks. IRA, CPA, FDA. We love it. Those are acronyms. Yeah. Are you ready for the meat? Yeah, give me that meat. Get that meat. Yeah, what you got for us Uh, today? This meat is called uh, dyslexia. We have the meat. We have the meat. The oh, meat no, it's is dyslexia. It's, it's it is the <laughs> meat. <laughs> it is the meat. How can I forget such a catchy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so dyslexia is um is what we're talking about today and I'm excited to talk about it because it is something that I've newly discovered or I guess kind of newly discovered. I feel um, like we have known, you and I have identified, like, wait a minute, Kristen, I think you're dyslexic. I feel like we identified that, like, a year ago. Yeah. But I also feel like, which I understand, you've kind of been a little, like, nervous to I dive let into it. out of it. You know what I did? I made my coworkers take the same dyslexia yeah, test. Yeah, you made me take that one, too. Yeah, and I'm going to make like, you take it again. I crushed it. I aced uh-uh. it. Yeah. I, <laughs> I got, like, 19 out of 19 or whatever on not having dyslexia. Yeah, I got 19 out of 19 out of hi- having des- definitely dyslexic. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so so it's kind of a, been a kind of a journey and um, I don't know. It might get emotional. I got, I got some feels about it. And, yeah, um, as you should. And it's kind of been like a little bit of an eye opener and it's, it definitely makes me work differently, I think. Mm, absolutely. Um, well, yeah, you have a different brain. I have a different brain. My brain is different, and I, I think, I think everybody kind of knew that. But um, well, yeah, obviously, but you now have a different there's a brain. term for it. But even, <laughs> even for us, you got a different. Yeah, brain. yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I'd like to talk about dyslexia today. I'm going to kind of do this in the same style as our anxiety episode, where episode part one is going to be just dyslexia, and then eventually we'll do part two about how ADHD. And dyslexia combine to equal like it's almost like you know when like the mighty Morphin Power Rangers combine they make that big guy yes <laughs> the same that's thing. you you're just one big guy <laughs> same exact thing right I'm the combined mighty, mighty Morphin Power, Power Rangers, Rangers. yeah, yeah. Um, this dyslexia, is its final form yeah dyslexia is like the pink ranger or something Aww. um also did you know they're making 
Were you a big Power Ranger person? Yeah, Jake and I love Power Rangers. Um, he had the little wristbands where you could like talk to each oh, other. Oh, Jake yeah, had yeah, the yeah. best uh, toys. Jake had the best toys. Ugh. So there, my brother just sent me a link. They're making a movie of like the original Power Rangers coming back for like one final thing. Wow. I know. Guess who's going to be sitting in the front row? It's me. I don't think you should sit in the front row. Not it's in the not front a very row. great position it's, for an it actually movie. Hurts your, I probably yeah. won't even go to the movie theaters because I'm terrified yeah. of it. Um, I'll just wait for it to come out. Yeah. DVD. I'll stream it later. But yeah. I'm excited once, you know, months later. Did I just say DVD? I haven't watched a DVD in years. <laughs> I'll wait for streaming. <laughs> I'm going to get the VHS. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably rent it at Video yeah. Jam. Do you Blu-ray? <laughs> <laughs> Superior technology. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's talk about dyslexia. Let's get into this. And so you might be saying, well, what is dyslexia? Because I've heard of it. I think a lot of people have heard of it. But if you don't, I'm going to read you the exact definition from the International Dyslexia Association. They have a website. We're going to link it in the show notes. And it's super duper helpful if you are someone with dyslexia or if you have kids with dyslexia. They have a lot of helpful links. And... Mm -hmm. They have a lot of translations in Spanish, and I thought that was nice. really nice. I think dyslexia is a lot like ADHD, where lots of people have heard about it, but most people are wrong about it, and yeah. most people don't have enough info about it, because, like, the classic thing is, like, oh, you switch your letters around, and, like, that's not really what it is. That's not really... It's so I, much deeper than that. I would say it's, it can be, but it's not the only thing, so... Yeah, it's not, like, the primary cause of challenge. Yeah, exactly. So, per the IDA... I'm going to read this word for word. Dyslexia is a specific learning disability that is neurobiological in origin. It is characterized by difficulties with accurate and or fluent word recognition and by poor spelling and decoding abilities. These difficulties typically result from a deficit in the phonological component of language that is often unexpected in relation to other cognitive abilities in the provision of effective classroom instruction. Secondary consequences may include problems in reading, comprehension, and reduced reading experience that can impede growth of a vocabulary and background knowledge. So that's a lot. Yeah. But if we just break it down, it's not just switching letters. I also linked, because with dyslexics, it's really hard for you to read. So I linked some YouTube videos, which are really nice. helpful too. So a lot of people think it's like people who read the word was, W A. S, see it as saw, S-A-W, and that is also not true. Mm. It's more specifically in decoding and spelling. So one of the biggest things is like breaking syllables down into chunks. Yeah. So like phonemes are each individual speech sound is a phoneme. So it's like you can't I like break it down into those individual phonemes, right? Right. right. So because like has always been a really hard word for me. Mm. Where do I break that down? There's too many vowels in the word because. Too many it, vowels. Too many vowels. And that's what my issue is, I think, a lot a lot of times when there's a lot of vowels. Mm. The other word I have a really hard time with is patient. Mm. As in like I see patients mm. at the hospital, which, you know, I write that word about 8,000 times a day. So that's that's fun when you spell it wrong every single time. That is fun. Um, well, the the phoneme thing also makes sense because that like one of the traits of dyslexia is that you have difficulty with new words, right? Where you can't really look at a new word that's written yes. and understand how to pronounce it because you're not 
looking at words and identifying those individual phonemes, you're seeing them as like chunk words, like sight words as we right, call them. Right. And so you're if you can't break it down into individual speech sounds, of course you're not gonna be able to then understand that with a new word. Right, right. So one of the examples that I've now that I've been researching this is I found when I was a student in PA school, I had the hardest time learning, and this is a surgery I do all the time. It's called a carotid endarterectomy. And the word endarterectomy um, basically means to like open up an artery and to take all the plaque out. We do it all the time. It's a really fun surgery. Endarterectomy are the syllables, but I kept splitting up the syllables or adding extra syllables. Like I added too many ters. So it would be endarterterectomy. And I kept, I kept having to like pronounce, I remember trying to like, give report to the attending and like before I would the night before I'd be trying to like say this word and I'd go on YouTube and I'd have to have someone on YouTube say it back to me and then that's how I mm. learned the word I couldn't sound it out myself I had such a hard time because I've never seen it before and I can kind of get like certain like ectomy is a in medicine if anybody's taken like medical language ectomy means to that like suffix means to remove but so I recognized the ectomy, but it was the endarter that was really I struggled with. This is making me think. Sorry, uh, you have trouble like understanding syllables too, right? Like when we've had to like clap out words of like where to pause for each syllable. Yes, I remember being in speech a speech science class in college, and we were like because we were working on in like working on identifying phonemes and stuff like this. And we were doing this activity where you had to like clap out syllables and figure out how many syllables were in the word, which mm -hmm. to me is like a very, very, very simple task. But my friend Katie was like, whoa, Grace, you're so good at this. And, I, <laughs> and for me, I was like, what? This feels like a, you know, pretty rudimentary aspect right. of speech therapy is like being able to clap the syllables. And she was like blown away at how good I was at it. You're and such I a just, great syllable clapper. Right? And I was like, I guess, I'm, the resume. I guess I'm really good at this. But no, I think I'm just average. And she might be dyslexic. Katie, if you're <laughs> listening to this, you might be dyslexic. I just thought of that. Anyway, You should take a test. Yeah, you might want to take a test. I don't think I'm that great at it. I think I'm just average. Yeah. And so you can imagine... This like splitting of syllables and trying to sound out. That's how we read. What's yeah. that quote from um, New Girl? New Girl where... I don't think I ever learned how to read. I think I just memorized a lot of words. That's dyslexia. <laughs> yes. I, yeah. Nick is definitely dyslexic. So... Yeah, it's like turning them into sight words. Like that's what right. you call like the word the when you're teaching little kids how to read. You refer to certain words as you should just be able to look at it and without having to break down the sounds, you just know, oh, that's the. The. Essentially, you're saying like that's how you learned how to read was kind of like memorizing... I memorize a lot like, of sight words. words. I really have a hard time with vowels, like which vowels go where. Yeah. Um, I remember away in like second grade was a really hard time because I just felt like there shouldn't be two A's. It should be... You. It should be a A W O Y. A Y. A Y. Well, it, like you were it, saying the other episode, we really should use like the phonetic alphabet because be, the way we spell does not make sense. And it I'm sure doesn't make any sense to an. I'm sure to a dyslexic brain, yeah, the rules don't make sense. But the rest of us just like adapt to it. But to your brain, I'm sure it's like, what? How does that make that sound? It I can't compute. And and it's like going to a different city. And um, street names, Portland, mm. Oregon, I'm calling you out. 
because your street names like Cooch Street sounds like looks like Couch Street, which is couch is a site is a sight word, right? Yeah. And so and now you're saying it's Cooch Street. And I'm like this. None of this makes sense. Oh, yeah, that makes um, sense. Where if you get, have memorized a word as a sight word, but the pronunciation is different, even though it looks the same, of course, you're not going to know. It makes me irrationally. angry. I bet it does because you're not. Because the rules aren't flexible to you because it's, it's the only way you could learn how to read was to see them as sight words. So not only do you not have the ability to do the phoneme thing, but now you're going to like change the rules about this sight word? Yes. <laughs> it's very upsetting to me. Cooch Street in particular. And then people get really upset about it. People are so weird about pronunciation. It's so there's no need. You know, same in, I also was like, oh my gosh, Portland, Oregon, they get so upset over stuff like Willamette Valley and stuff like that. But then New England's just as bad. Have you ever looked at the spelling to the town of Billerica? No. It's spelled Billerica, oh, but we okay. call it Billerica. It's like Worcester. It's Worcester. Worcester. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Anyway. Dachshunds. Also, um, I feel like it's never indigenous people who are getting mad that people are pronouncing the name wrong. They're probably more mad that we just like came and colonized everything and we're like, the Willamette River, you know? Yeah, I feel like the whole colonization thing is probably pretty hard to get over. Yeah, so I don't think uh, they care if we're <laughs> saying Willamette or Willamette. I think they're like, give us our rivers back. Yeah. <laughs> get off our land. <laughs> please stop polluting the earth. Yeah, please. <laughs> For the love treat, of God. Treat the earth with kindness. Uh, so yeah, so it's not seeing letters backwards. Mm. Um, it's not, although sometimes... I do have to pause and I'm like, is this, am I writing a lowercase d or b? Sometimes hmm. I forget which one goes where. Do you flip individual letters or no? Or you just have trouble remembering which way the swoop goes, like on a p and a b? Um, or? Usually not with the the g's. I've got g's down really well. Nice. Good job. Um, yeah. <laughs> but the d, every, every once in a while, it's like probably like one out of a hundred times I got to pause and I'm just hmm. like d doesn't go that way um i bet you had a hard time when you were little with that because i see a yes. lot of little kids you know what i still do to this day and i found out my brother does so i told i we had a conversation about what dyslexia was and he should probably get his children screened we add ease at the end of almost every word. yeah you do i add a lot it's of weird ease. If, especially if i'm handwriting and not typing You're like never know might as well throw one in for safety <laughs> It's close enough. If I ever have to hand write something to someone, I'm like, I hope they see this as cursive and not like really terrible spelling. You have always added extra E's to I, I add an extra E if I feel like it and I'm, I won't stop. It's a flourish. <laughs> it's just put an E on it. Yeah. You don't know what to do? Put an right. E on it. Um, and then, yeah. And, and I'll add, I'll add letters a lot. I'm a big when in doubt, just add more letters. No, that's, it's, not, <laughs> it's never the rule. I'll add an L every once in a while. Um, it just felt like it should go there. Uh, I just feel like in my heart it belongs but there. That's the big thing is I'm always adding E's on the end of every word. It doesn't make any that's sense. so specific. It's And my brother does the same thing. And we had this conversation. I brought it up. And, and he goes, yeah, I do that all the time. I'm like, Nicholas. Wow. I feel like because I, I'm just thinking back to like the multi-age, which for us was like first and second grade. I'm just mm -hmm. thinking about like learning about spelling and how, yeah, there are so many words that end in E that you're like this. You would never know there's an E on this, but the rule is some, that there's an E. Put an E on So there. I totally get why you're like, all right, put an E on this. Put an E on it. <laughs> when in doubt, throw an E on it. 
Words end in E all the time. Right, right. And so, yeah, so this definitely affects people's reading ability and comprehension ability. They often score lower on reading comprehension tests, spelling tests, but excel in other areas of learnings, either like math or art or sciences or something else that because they're not reading Mm. um yeah they uh because tracy talks about dyslexia a lot because her son is dyslexic and they mm -hmm. like kind of recently found out but she was saying that a lot of like professional athletes are dyslexic like often your brain it actually can be a sign of like intelligence because your brain is obviously compensating in for some people areas no i I think for you too you know i think you excel in other i mean especially compared to your reading ability your ability to like do medicine is phenomenal. Uh, it depends on who you ask. But yeah, <laughs> if you learn nothing from this episode, it has it's dyslexia has nothing to do with intelligence. Yes, absolutely. Just like ADHD has nothing to do with intelligence. Mm. It is a disability. So yeah, and and you can there's a lot of like like I think Albert Einstein was a dyslexic uh, Whoopi Goldberg's dyslexic share share yeah share she's dyslexic yeah a lot of celebrities a lot are of dyslexic. celebrities are dyslexic and it's just like the way their brain is wired which is our next segment why does dyslexia happen why is this a thing um <laughs> and so they've actually done multiple studies where they've brain scanned people they put them through an MRI machine and they look at their brain while they're trying to read and they have found that. Most times with a non-dyslexic person, a normie, if you would, I will, um, <laughs> is they use the left. Here's another thing. A really hard time with lefts and rights. Yeah. They use, and if I'm wrong on this, if I switch them, it's, it's my disability. Um, <laughs> most people who are not dyslexic use the left side of their brain, their left brain hemisphere when reading. That's where all the language processing in spelling and reading comprehension that's where it is a dyslexic person they have found using the brain scans will use the right side of their brain Mm. so not only is this a wildly different pathway but it's a much longer pathway to go from like the right side of the brain to wherever your reading comprehension is because it has to basically like do a wraparound Um, (laughs) Kristen, this is blowing my mind stuttering is the same thing oh really yes interesting and you have I have a stutter. Yes, you do. And like, I, I also listening to it back, it's a, it's by the way, baby stutter. I realized when I said once a stutter, always a stutter on that episode, like way back, I realized listening back, it sounded really mean. I didn't mean, mean to be like once a stutter, always. I meant like, that's actually a thing they it's say actually, in the stuttering world yeah. because that's how you're like with dyslexia, that's how your brain is wired. It's like you have, even if you develop, you know, techniques to work on your stuttering, you still have this wiring. And my professor, Barry Guitar, who's like the stuttering grandpa. Um, wait, what's it? Barry Guitar. Barry Guitar. Yeah, he wrote the book what on stuttering, right? His he's, name's Barry Guitar. Yeah, he's like a celebrity. Ow. He's a speech therapy celebrity. NSLP's listening to this. You know ever. Barry Guitar. He was my professor. <laughs> I would name drop him in interviews and people would be like, oh, Barry Guitar. Barry Guitar sounds like that's the best name. And he's this precious little old guy. I'm Barry Guitar. Who would like wear sneakers. It sounds everywhere. like a name we would make up for a commercial. Yeah, right? Barry Guitar. He's, he was the best. Barry. Uh, yeah, but he is a stutterer and he has spent, you know, decades learning about stuttering, you know, being a clinician who works with clients who stutter. But he described stuttering as 
people who don't stutter, it's like their speech is taking the highway from their their language areas in the brain to their mouths. Mm-hmm. With stuttering, it's like you're taking the back roads through the right hemisphere. It It's like it takes longer to get there. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? Another thing. So I think I have this written down later on in the episode, but one of the telltale signs of dyslexia is like forgetting names for common objects, huh? which is also another language thing. Like the other day I told Christopher, can you grab me a tonged utensil? Because I couldn't figure out the name for fork. <laughs> and he was like, okay. <laughs> I've actually heard that people who use like the word thingy or stuff, the, yeah. that a lot, that could be a sign of dyslexia. Yeah, I usually end up, I, I get I get creative with it. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, sometimes you just, you forget the name of a spoon and you know what it is. A little but, scooper. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Before we go on, I just have to make a note that okay. I want to research more into the connection between dyslexia and stuttering because oh, there yeah. has to be a connection, right? Oh, this is a good time to get your thesis ready. Let me jot it down. Jot it down. We're going back to school. Cue the music. All right. That's okay. It. And we're back. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about like how many people in the world have this? A lot of my data I found was like US only, but it is all over the world. Every single continent, at least one person has dyslexia. Obviously, they've theorized probably more because there's a lot of people going around undiagnosed, myself included. So dyslexia is the number one, number one, most common, number one, one, most common learning disorder in the US. Congrats. And they said about 20% of people in the US have dyslexia, which is astounding. Yeah, because that's that's just diagnosed. That's diagnosed. That's so many people. Well, we've talked. We were talking about it earlier. How the brain was not designed to read. Like it's right. not like we were. The brain was created to naturally read. That's something that humans came up with. Right. And right. We don't even do a good job of teaching it to people who aren't dyslexic. Right. So it's like, of course, lots of people are going to struggle with something that isn't inherent to the human brain. Exactly. Exactly. It's like typing. We weren't like born to type, but we figured it out. Yeah, and it's like hopefully you have the stuff needed to learn how to do this. Right. And it's highly associated with ADHD, mm. uh, which we'll get to in the part two. But it it is I found anywhere from twelve to twenty four percent of people with dyslexia also have ADHD. Mm. Um, highly cor- correlated with dysgraphia, which is dyslexia but more numbers. Um, which uh, I, dysgraphia is handwriting. Is it? Yes, dyscalculia. Oh my gosh. numbers. Oh yeah. Anyway, dysgraphia. Which Excuse makes sense. Me. You've always had, not to be mean, but kind of like childlike writing. Very writing. terrible. <laughs> Very and really I also bad. used to hold my pencil like a magical wand. <laughs> and you've always, I've always called it caveman style. You've always held your forks like yeah. caveman style. You're just making, you're, you're ableist. <laughs> making fun of my disability. It's okay. I didn't know you had this disability well, until now. It's okay because it is kind of comical. Yeah, my. Um, I mean that lovingly. I used to have to write at my old job paper prescriptions every once in a while, which is like such a dinosaur move. But every once in a while, you need a paper prescription. And I would write it out and my MA would be like, why don't I write it? And then you can just sign it. (laughs) I was like, okay. She goes, I don't know what this is. (laughs) I got to be honest with you. Yeah. Actually, I left a sticky, so I worked this weekend, but I had like a bunch of things that I needed the back office to do, so I left some sticky notes, and I'm like, I hope they can read this. <laughs> yeah, it's not – you don't have the classic like doctor handwriting where it's like really scribbled and rushed. It just 
it's just, it's just kind really, of childlike. It's, it's really child. It's just, it's not match. It's not consistent either. Yeah, yeah. That's the biggest thing. Like, I think if a hand, I would love a handwriting expert to come and look at my handwriting because it's not consistent. Because sometimes I'm very like curvy and swirly and yep. cursive-y. and other times it's very much straight up and down. And sometimes it's jumbled, and my letters are like angled differently. Mm. You um, could get away with. Crimes, handwriting related I know. crimes. If you need someone to write you a crime note, ooh, call me up, okay? <laughs> DM me and I'll I'll send uh, just tell me what to write and I'll write it and I'll mail it to you and then you can mail it to the person who needs the crime done towards Perfect. them. Business? Yeah. Business should start. Business we just started. <laughs> we just started. Crime notes. <laughs> Inconsistent handwriting crime right. notes. <laughs> They'll never match your sample. Right. Okay, so dyslexia highly associated with ADHD, dysgraphia, auditory processing disorder, mm. and um, developmental coordination disorder, which is exactly how it sounds. People who have a difficulty with like their cerebellar coordinating mm. region of their brain. Autism wasn't in there as a comorbidity? I didn't see it, but I'm sure it's there. I bet it's there. Um, I can double check, but I won't. Um, cool. <laughs> So how how do you get it? It's not contagious, obviously. Cooties, dyslexia cooties. <laughs> Super duper inheritable, which means it's you pass it down through your family. Although they have found with like sibling studies and twin studies that just because you both have dyslexia does not mean that your dyslexia presents in the same way. Mm. So they could have like two siblings where one is like profoundly dyslexic and the other one's like just like a baby bit dyslexic. Mm. It's like with ADHD where some right. people are more affected by it than others. It's a spectrum. It's all a spectrum. So, so which I thought was was interesting. And then there's a bunch of genes that are associated with it. We don't have to go down that way. But definitely, if you've got one person with dyslexia in your family, there are more. Yep. And you should look Start for them. looking around. Yep. Um, and then this was like a cute little like fun fact. Dyslexia can also be acquired through very specific types of head injuries and a very certain type of dementia. But huh. that is very, very rare. That makes sense. Yeah. And so I have two different self-tests that I want us to both respond to they're both about like 10 questions okay i was gonna first do the international dyslexia society association i'm sorry the ida okay do i have dyslexia let's roll oh you want to do them now yeah it's it's 10 questions oh. ready and it's just a yes or no okay all right yeah do you read slowly no yes as in i'm saying yes i read very slowly okay. slash not at all um, did you have trouble learning how to read when you were in school? No, I was a very advanced reader. You were you were in the gifted and talented. I was so gifted. And I was in remediation and, reading until they crushed my desire to read. Yeah. Do you often have to read something two or three times before it makes sense? Yes, for me. I would say yes, but I feel when that happens, it's very ADHD related, where I'm like really trying to comp. Like, you ever feel? I'm sure you do. Not do you ever feel? You know when that feels like there's like. Oh, glass wall between what you're seeing and what your brain yes, is processing yes. where it's like I can be like focusing all my attention on this read it and it's like I can't get it in there it's like I'm I understand I'm looking at it and I'm I looking see at it, it I'm reading but my brain will not comprehend yeah. what's being said but I yeah I that feel sounds... that's very different than dyslexia and that's the thing is like you can mm. have both and everything you know it's very 
some of these are a little, they're very, I think I like the Attitude Magazine mm. test a little bit more because it's very much like, oh, these are like just dyslexia. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. I, I feel like there is, yeah, going to be some overlap of why you're struggling with reading if you have ADHD and dyslexia. Right. It's like, which one is causing right. this? Um, Are you comfortable reading out loud? Yes. Not me, but here I am. But you're still doing it. Still doing it. You know what, Kristen? You're very brave. Oh, thank you. You are. You and Betsy tell me the same thing. <laughs> We're your biggest supporters, <laughs> me and Betsy. Your tax woman, Betsy. Um. Do you omit, transpose, or add letters when you are reading and writing? No, but you do. I do all the time. <laughs> um, no, I don't. Do you find you still have spelling mistakes in your writing even after spell check? Yes. You know when spell check can't even guess what word? <laughs> have you ever had that? Yeah. I have like, no um, idea what the fuck this is. And no then suggestions. I have to, what I have to do is I have to go into Google and I have to do like the voice recording and I have to speech to text. Mm, smart. And then I figure out how to spell the word. Yeah. It's usually patient. Fucking patient. Can't My, spell that word. I'm thinking about like, I, yeah, there are a lot of words that I have trouble with, like the word narcissist, where it's like, I don't know how many C's and how many S's this is. Yeah. But part of it is because I'm not making a big effort to try to remember it. I'm just like, I never know how to spell this word. And I just don't really try right. very hard to learn it. So once again, I think that's just my ADHD. Um, I often will go back through my notes and I'm like, what do you mean this word's spelled wrong for spell check? And I try to figure out how I spelled it wrong and I can't. I'm like, this is right. And like, obviously it's wrong. And then I click on I it. I know best. And then I click on spell check and I honestly can't see the difference unless I really like read both words oh, over God. and over again. Yeah. Yeah. No, mine is not like that. I'm like, it's the same word. That's exactly <laughs> what I put. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't have that. Okay, <laughs> mine's different. <laughs> mine is like I can't be bothered. Oh, mine's like I'm arguing with my computer about how to spell. Like convinced you're right. They're like, Once you again, added based on nothing. Three L's in there. There's no way. You got a handful of E's at the end. <laughs> yeah, that's how it's spelled. Right. Um, We're saying the same thing. <laughs> my poor computer. Um. <laughs> Do you find it difficult to pronounce uncommon multi-syllable words when you were reading? Yes, we already talked about this with me. Yeah, no, not really. I usually, when I'm reading a book to myself, I just kind of look at the word. I'm like, that's a word. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're, have you seen that TikTok of the girl who's like, and then the princess went to blah, 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 blah. Yes, that's me. <laughs> that's I, what I do too. I don't bother, same with street names. It's because I just don't really bother with them. Like, or people tell me their names. I'm not, it's out right out the window i'm not even trying and when yeah. i read books i don't even try to learn the names right <laughs> i don't know why why do i do that can't be bothered yeah, yeah. it's like i got the gist of it i pull the Kristen, gist of it. i'm like okay the name starts with a d whenever yeah. i see the right. name that starts with a d that's the guy's name i got it do you choose to read magazines or short articles rather than longer books and i was gonna say books and movies books and novels <laughs> i love reading a good movie i'm all about short and sweet yeah, I mean, I like short and sweet because of my ADHD. I used to love reading long books, and I still try to, but my ADHD loses interest. But I can. If I got really into a book, I would crush it. Crush it! Crush it! I just uh, can't be, once again, can't be bothered. Can't, can't be bothered. My ADHD won't let me. Yeah, this is why we're going to do the Attitude Magazine one as well, and we'll just blow through it. Um, okay. Okay, question number nine. In school, did you find it extremely difficult to learn a foreign language? No. 
Only because I, I was fucking around in class. Yeah, I was going to say, you were fucking around in class. I worked really hard to learn a foreign language, and I still didn't do super well. Yeah, I bet my Spanish is better than yours. I think it is. I'm I'm my, still trying to learn Spanish. I'm on Duolingo. My brain remembers language so well. I mean, you, you have just, a very, you have a language-based brain. I have the gist of it. I don't have the word-for-word word quote. Yeah, I just love language. Um, Do you avoid... Uh, work on projects or courses that require extensive reading no i kind of like signed up for that as my job i usually do if they're like we're gonna have a journal club i'm like fuck yeah i don't want to i don't want to do stuff like that that's yeah. boring but like stuff that's fun like you probably wouldn't do anything reading for fun yeah i try to avoid reading for fun <laughs> i listen i listen to a lot of podcasts is what i do yeah. okay so one more one more okay and then this is attitude Mag. all these are gonna be linked because I think Attitude Magazine does a really good job of of explaining it in a concise way. Yeah, because um, it sounds like these questions were written by someone who, yeah, didn't take into account the, ADHD. how ADHD could make these answers look similar, but we know that there's a root difference. So, yeah. So that's why I wanted to do both tests. Nice. I, d I do think it's still a valid test. Yeah. Obviously, because I aced it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. Nailed it. Okay. Uh, question number one. Do you need to read a sentence or a paragraph three or four times before you get it? A lot of these questions are sim similar. Okay. And I said very often, like almost all the time. Yeah, I would say not very often. Okay. Uh, do you avoid situations where you'll have to read out loud? No. Yes. Except here. Um, <laughs> do you mix up letters or forget them entirely when writing? Yes. No. All the time. Um, do you misspell common words, misspelling them a different way every single time? No. Yes. Yeah, that's the other thing is that you'll misspell something mo like different ways. Yeah. It's not even, your errors aren't consistent. When, when spell checks, like you've, you've spelled this wrong, I try mm. to spell it again and it's like still fucking wrong. <laughs> You're so far off. You're not even close. Yeah, I feel like if I spell a word wrong, I'm very consistent about what I get wrong. Like narcissist, no. where it's like I put... I, I can't give you an example. Is, is actually a really hard word to spell. Yes. When is it a C? When is it an S? No one knows. No so one no knows. Way to know. Same with necessary. Yeah. Pretty vague. Yep. We should just, we just need to work on the, we need to. See, but then if we learned a little rule about it, like aardvark, I know that from Arthur, A-A-R-D-V-A-R-K, and I'll always remember that. So we need little songs. We little need songs. songs. Okay. <laughs> Lily will appreciate the Arthur reference. <laughs> and Haley will too. Do you find yourself reading slower than most people you know? Yes. No. Uh, do you avoid projects that involve a lot of reading? Yes. No. Have you found yourself turning down promotions or opportunities for advancement in your career? What? I don't know. Skip. I wasn't given the option yeah, for advancement yeah. in my career. Yeah. <laughs> it's speech therapist or principal, I guess. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> do you struggle to pronounce long words out loud even if you know them? Yes. No. Are you accused of not listening because you can't summarize or recall all the details of a recent conversation? No, but you are. Yes. I swear it's because you're not listening. <laughs> I have a disability. But also you're not listening. Yeah, but also I'm not listening. <laughs> I can tell when I you're not am, listening. The eyes are just glass. Because you know what it is. What what I'm talking about when you're not listening, it's when you're trying to multitask and you act like you'll I'll be telling you something or you will have asked me a question and I'm responding to you and then you'll pick up your phone to do something else. And I'm instantly like, all right, and she's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> I 
for some reason she's convinced she's going to be able to pay attention yeah, to both no, and the lights are gone the worst multitasker <laughs> yet you're out there trying yeah, every day I even i think i have it on my resume that i'm a good multitasker you're so bad at I'm it like the worst <laughs> really terrible really number one in being bad at yeah multitasking. <laughs> <laughs> uh do you lose your place when reading if even if the topic is interesting to you no yes I mean, occasionally, but not really. Not if it's interesting to me, no. No, yeah, no. I'll, uh, I'll like, forget my place and be like, did I read this paragraph? See, I feel like that's a key difference that attitude is including, which is the same for ADHD, where it's like, lots of people procrastinate whether you have ADHD or not, but it's like, do you procrastinate or, like, are you unable to do even the things that bring you enjoyment? You know, like a neurotypical would say like, no, I don't procrastinate things I want to do. Whereas an ADHD is like, yeah, even if it's stuff that I really want to do, I can't seem to get myself to do right, it. And right. I feel like that's the key difference. Like with dyslexia versus ADHD, I'll lose my place and have trouble paying attention or reading or be slow or whatever if I'm not interested in it. But if I'm interested, I have no problems reading. Whereas you yeah. could uh, be super interested in the topic. No and matter even what then, it is, you're still going to have struggle. an issue. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I could go into like a hyper focus if I'm interested and like exactly. zip through it. Exactly. Do you get lost when following directions or confuse your left from your right? No. All the fucking time. Yes, you do. The second date Christopher and I went on, I took him on a hike, and boy, oh boy, did we get lost. We got so fucking lost. We It was supposed to be like a four-mile hike. It was eight miles. God. Poor Christopher. I, he loved it. Yeah. We're still He's together. still here. <laughs> you got that dyslexia charm. Yeah. And then my lefts and rights. I was telling my surgeon, the surgeon I work with, about uh, lefts and rights, and I was like, it's a symptom of dyslexia. Lefts and rights are really, really hard. She's like, you know your left and right. I was like, in theory, I should yeah. know my left and right. And I technically do. I just confuse them. Yeah, it's like a, a manual versus automatic. Yes, exactly. Where, it's Oh, that's such right? a great analogy. I just got to think about it. Yeah. And double check like eight times. Yeah, I've been, good. you know, you and I have been talking about it in an episode. We'll do an episode soonish about autism, but I've been just seeing a lot of TikToks about social skills and how I always was like, well, I have fine with social stuff, but someone was describing it as, okay, but you have to manually think about the situation and like right. figure out what's going on and what kind of reaction you're supposed to give versus neurotypical brains or allistic brains will just, that's an automatic process. They're not having to like think about it. They right. just kind of know it. And I was like, that's oh, such a good, that's such a good way of thinking about yes. it. You can have these skills, but do you have to like consciously work on them or is it just automatic? Right, right. Do you confuse, and we already kind of talked about this a little bit, do you confuse or forget the names of common household objects? For example, calling a fork a spoon. No. Yes, Ari, I just did this last week. Um, with a fork, with a fucking fork, tonged utensil. I was close. Uh, do you have a very particular requirement? This is more, this made me think of you. Do you have a very particular requirements for your favorite fonts, paper color, or other visuals while at work? Yeah, but I me, think it's autistic rigidity. Yeah, I'm not, this isn't for me. But yeah. <laughs> this isn't for me. Anyway. I think I'm just particular about I things like that. I think you like are that. very particular. Um <laughs> But yeah, so those self-tests will both be linked in the show notes. Kind of been in all these things I've kind of struggled with. It's kind of been nice to know like, oh, there's a reason why I'm, I'm not just dumb. Aww. Yeah. And so so this was the part that like kind of made me a little upset. So and and I just I had like a moment of reflection, I guess. So now we talk about like treatment support. What do we do? Now we know we're dyslexic. <laughs> 
Um, (laughs) According to the IDA, uh, prognosis is generally good for the individual if A, dyslexia is identified early, B, family and friends are supportive and help the individual cultivate a strong self-image, because it can be pretty detrimental, you know, when you're like in, you know, sixth grade and you can barely read. And then see if they participate in a proper remediation program. Mm. And this is the part that kind of made me sad because it's like ABC, I got none of the above. Yeah. And I feel like, like with ADHD, with autism, I feel like there's a lot of research coming out. If you're a child of the 90s and you were female, you were just not diagnosed. That's mm. just not what it was. I feel like with dyslexia, like 20%, it's a very common diagnosis. And I feel like I was in the remedi, I was in the slower reading groups i was in they knew there was a problem but i guess i'm very frustrated that and there's like nothing you know nothing you can do about it now but like very very frustrated that like my teachers like just you know there's like oh she's just a slow reader she's just dumb yeah you know and that like literally affected me for the rest of my life like yeah you've always thought you were dumb you've always thought of yourself as dumb yeah and i still do um in in it definitely like the strong self-image you know it's just like i would have loved to have that i would have loved to have someone be like you know you're a slow reader but it's okay because mm. of your brain and let's help you instead of just like she just needs to read more so she gets better at it mm. she's just a slow reader or that's just the way she is you know and i just i was i'm so i'm like a little frustrated As and then kind of like a little sad because i mm. it's definitely infected me my entire life and yeah, it, it because, wouldn't be great if I had, like, the actual support. Because reading, like, we, I feel like we, as a society, connect it to intelligence when really it has no relationship to intelligence. And yet we act like if you have trouble with reading, then you're just then not you're dumb. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and I'm, I'm just like, you know, I'm trying to, like, think back. I'm like, where were the IEPs? Like, there was just no, like, forethought. Mm. Like, she's a slow reader. Put her in the slow reader group. And then that was the end of the conversation. There was no, like, exploration as to, like, if there was a root problem, which makes me believe that maybe they, they every single teacher I had just thought I was a dumb kid. Yeah. And, like, what was the, what was the reading group like? Did they just do the same thing but slower? Like, that's not going to help someone who is not. We read, like, different easier books, I think. That's not helpful if you're unable to, like, break words down into right. phonemes. I guess that I'll have to talk to a- Haley because we were in the same group. Ms. Getchell. Yes, fucking Getchell. Fucking Getchell. Why didn't you catch it, Getchell? I just like I'm just, but it's not just that. But I feel like, like every teacher, Miss Ayers, Matheson. We hated Mrs. Matheson. Um, we could just go on forever. Every single teacher was like, "Oh, she's just." I think it's because I was a quiet kid and I didn't speak up. I think if if I was causing a ruckus, yep. They'd be like, oh, she's a problem. But yep. they're like, oh, she's just going to sit there forever and read. But I remember trying to finish chapters reading through recess Aww. every day. I remember, like, bringing books home because I couldn't finish them on oh, time. God. And then I remember, like, doing uh, – there was, like, in second grade, like, doing our letters. And mm. I'd just spend every recess just doing the letters. And they're like, she's just such a hard oh, worker. God. And I'm like, is it that I'm a hard worker or – you just honest to goodness thought I was dumb and didn't like look into it. And like, if you don't do that 
put in that extra work, then no one's going to help you. Right. So. Right. It was very, and like, and Aww. I'm not blaming my parents. They don't know. And they probably both have dyslexia. So. <laughs> yeah. But you're probably like, she's trying or darndest. You know, it's multifaceted where you can understand that your parents did the best they could, but you can, it's okay to be angry of like, no one helped me, you know? Right. I, I, yeah. And I guess that's what I'm processing now is like, I guess that like, kind of like anger and disappointment mm. in society and kind of like thinking like oh wouldn't it have been grand if i had like the actual supports and like and even just knowing what was happening you know that you're not a slow dumb kid that your brain learns how to read differently and it's like that simple it's just a matter of like your brain's ability to like translate this symbol that you're looking at and i'm like in like every single report card was like she's a hard worker she's a hard worker and i'm like why do i have to work so fucking hard to catch up to everybody else yeah why didn't anyone look at that i'm not getting the best grades in the class i just have to put in like 10 times more work and so it's interesting that um some kids who are dyslexic kind of go more of the me route in school where they're trying to they're compensating for like difficulties with reading by kind of just getting good at bullshitting stuff getting good at like not that i had trouble with reading but i just did a i feel like i did a lot of bullshitting because my adhd i wasn't able to actually be good at studying or like learning things in depth Mm -hmm. so i learned really good skills of kind of how to get by and i've heard that some dyslexic kids whereas you went like better work you know 50 times as hard to make sure i get this other kids kind of went the other way and they're like well i better become very like i don't know good at charming adults or whatever charming my way out of situations or like learning how to compensate by just getting good at like bullshitting or whatever i took the harder route yeah i guess (laughs) you did i wish i went the other way i guess no because then where would you be now you Uh, know in a ditch Uh (laughs) (laughs) and don't i know it um yeah, so oh, well, I don't know. I'm just doing a lot of self-reflection. And I'm really it made me sorry. Sad. I'm really sorry that you had to go through that. That uh, makes thanks. me sad. And you are brilliant. You are very, very intelligent. I just like don't you really know my, are. You have a smart brain. In my rights. You know them in your heart. It, I've got the gist of them. You got the idea. <laughs> I got the concept of like what is a left yeah. and what is a right. Hey, I struggle. And with- you know, I just want to say. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. I was just going to say, I struggle to read analog clocks, so we all got our own problems. I still struggle to read. I really have a hard time I with thought them. when I got an Apple Watch, I was like, I'm going to have an analog clock no. to practice. No. I couldn't tell the time. I no. was like, this could be 4 o'clock. It could be 1 o'clock. I don't know. There's no way to know. That's one of those things that I have to do manually every time. I can't just yeah. look at it and be like, oh, 3.30. If the numbers are, like, really big, I've got it. If it's in, like, a classic clock position of, like, it's 6 o'clock exactly, yeah. I got that. But-, but all these weird clocks that, like, don't actually have the numbers on yeah. it, there's no way. There's no way to know. There's no way. I lost my train of thought. But oh, left um, and rights. Oh, I just want to say lefts and rights are really hard for me, not only because I am dyslexic, but because in medicine, when you're talking about lefts and rights, mm. it's always the patient, which is the opposite of you. If you're looking at, like, Grace, if you are the patient, my, your, when I'm saying the patient, uh, right leg, patient's right leg, it's your right leg, which if I'm looking at you, it's actually on the left. So it's very, very difficult. And then I get in a car and Christopher goes, take a left. I'm taking a right. <laughs> You're going by stage going directions. Yeah. P- patient's right. Yeah. Stage right. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, you almost had it this time. I know you <laughs> thought really hard about it. Okay. So now we've made the diagnosis. We're dyslexic. We've got it. Yeah. We felt sad about it. We're reflecting. <laughs> what do we do to help ourselves? Basically, it's like help you help yourself. There's a lot of assistive devices out there. Don't resist them like I did and be like, I can just power through it. You can't. 
one of my favorite things to do that I that's not really specific for dyslexia, but it is it actually was because doctors when computers first came out, they're very slow typers. Mm. Um, so they came out with dictation devices, basically you speak into, I have it on my phone where I speak into my phone and then it types for me. And smart. it's quite nice. I would never be able to finish my notes on time if I didn't have it. And sometimes I'm like, I'm going to type. And then like, it will take me like eight years to do one note. And I'm like, okay, let's not do that again. Yeah, it's a waste of your time. It's a waste of time. And I'm very resistant to it sometimes for no reason at all. Use that accommodation. It's you an accommodation. It. Yeah. Everybody has it. Accommodate yourself. And and it's super duper helpful. Even when I'm writing a long text message, I do a speech to text kind of thing. Okay, and then my I, mom. And then I have to like go back and fix all the mistakes. The the It's called Dragon is the one that uh, I think most – medicine facilities have it's nice mm. um the more you use it the better it recognizes your voice and stuff and so it um and you can train it to learn certain words like doctor's names and stuff oh, so it's, it's kind of how it's really helpful yeah. actually a bunch of my coworkers use the dictation device i don't think they have dyslexia not that i know of but they haven't told me although although i am the oversharer in the office <laughs> slash diagnosing i, I can everybody. imagine I'm like, you want to take this test? They're like, I'm done with your tests. It's so fun, though. It's so fun. I love a test. Not everybody is really excited to learn that they have dyslexia, by the way. See, it's one um, of those things, yeah, where you're like so excited that you figured it out and you want to tell people. But right. for other people, it could be like heart shattering. Yeah. Like, what? What? It's the same with ADHD, where I have to stop myself from going around and being like, you have ADHD. I know you have ADHD. Except I, I do say, it anyways. One of my coworkers was talking to me about their son, how... He's so smart. He just doesn't put in the effort, but he can play video games for hours, Whoa. but he doesn't. And I'm like, it's ADHD. <laughs> I was like, I'm just, I was like, I'm going to say my one thing and then I'll leave it. And I did. Good. And he did not like it, but that's okay. See, I feel that's like. a different journey. Yeah. I know that not, people don't always appreciate that, but I feel like when people do appreciate it, it can be totally life-changing. So my thing is like, I feel like I'm just going to risk it because maybe, you know, five people don't like this, but the sixth person, right. it could change the, the and trajectory also maybe of the whole life. this is the first time they're hearing this, mm. you know, and they're like resistant to change. No, not my child. But yeah. anyway. Anyway. More accommodation devices. Oh, we already talked about, so dictation devices, any like text-to-speech on your computer or your phone um i know the iphones you showed me how to do the text to speech which is kind of nice yeah on a text you just like hold down the bubble right and then it gives you the option yeah and then it will read it for you which is great because grace likes to send really long text messages and i'm Hell always yeah. like i gotta sit down to read this i gotta pour myself like a cup of wine cup of wine a, cup a, glass of wine. Of a wine. goblet <laughs> should i make you voice voice messages instead uh would i would say no because you like because you don't like those either because <laughs> because i want to go back and reference it if needed you yeah. know all right. so it's nice to have it in writing all right text but, to speech is a good compromise yeah. then all right i'll just keep sending them and i'll keep ignoring them okay um, <laughs> no good. i do i do i just takes me a bit i know buddy. Um, and and also on your computer i just have microsoft edge as the browser and you can just highlight and it will 
speak to you. And that's actually what I did when I was researching. I was really having a hard time researching this because mm-hmm. I was I was I had all the feels. And so then I was like, well, maybe if I do a lot of text to speech, it will be easier for my brain to read, especially some of the studies I was reading. So um, I did that while I was reading. Mm. And I thought I thought I could learn more. And did I, you? I I hope so. Hopefully. Can yeah. you change the speed of it? Although you probably want it kind of slower. I right? want it slow. Okay. Because when I do that, want, I want to be able to speed when it When I up. listen to podcasts, I do 1.0 speed as well. You do? Yeah. I do. I do. I raw dog it. I do it wow. as it's intended to be. I do audiobooks on like 1.4. No. But I'll do podcasts, most podcasts on one because I want to savor it. Like last podcast, I want it to last as long as it lasts, you know? I don't want to cut it short. I just, I'm like, I can't hear that fast. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's like my brain can't process right. that fast. Especially if I ever listen to the vascular surgery podcast, Audible Bleeding. Oh my God. I actually, my attending just sent me a link. He's like, have you listened to this? And I was like, you fool. <laughs> of course I have. Um, But now I have homework tonight. So, yeah, so the text-to-speech options, I, so when I was doing this, I was reading as it was speaking at me, and I thought that was helpful. Hmm. Let me know if it helps you. I don't know. Another thing is audiobooks. Um, I resisted audiobooks for a while, and now I got a library card for audiobooks. Having fun isn't hard when you, you got, got a library, library card. card. So now I have a library card, and nice. now I can listen to all of the books, which I always like. felt bad because I, I struggle. One, I struggle to just sit down and read yeah. because of the ADHD. I need to be up. I need to be moving. Yep. And I also just struggle to read because of the dyslexia, so it's like a double whammy, so I'm Mm. I'm pounding on this. Um, I'm I really like I I like reading. I like to be embedded in a story. Same, but I'm having of recent. I'm having like such a really hard time just like sitting down and reading a book. I've I've tried to read some Stephen King books, and I'm like, wow, this is interesting. This is scary. But it's like the act of like going to sit down to read is like killing me so yep. this is a good audiobooks i can like do the dishes i can mm. be up i can move sometimes i just pace in the living room and i listen to the audiobook and that is great yep i love that i love an audiobook the other thing is special fonts you originally told me about this mm. and so i looked it up there's one i think it's in microsoft office i can't find it on google docs i don't know if you have to like specifically download it but it's called open dyslexic Huh. Just like you. Just, I just, I You're say, now an open dyslexic. I know. I know. I'm, I'm open and proud. Um, <laughs> You're out and there. And it's like shaped weird to help you read better, I guess. And then, but then there was a website that recommended a bunch of other fonts and I'm going to read them. Good luck. So um, Arial is a font that they recommended. Uh, Verdana. Comic Sans, actually. I've heard that. Which is like, oh, that's going to kill me. Trebuchet, which is actually what this Google Doc is in um, that I'm reading off of. Uh, Tahoma. Century Gothic, which I used to use all the time in middle school. Makes sense. Uh, Calibri and Helvetica are all good fonts for your dyslexic brain. And that's because, like, the letters are more separated, right? They're more separated, and there's, like, I think some of them with open dyslexic, it seems like there's, like, emphases on, like, certain parts of the letters are bolded. Oh, is that, like, that ADHD? I've just seen it going around as, like, putting it it in like like this makes it easier for ADHDers to read. Oh, no, it's different. I'm thinking of the thing where it's, like, certain words or parts. I don't know. Maybe it is the same thing. 
No, I think it was like certain letters are bolded or certain words are bolded for like the, it's easier for an ADHDer to pay attention to this. I think that's different. I think it's just the letters are separated and then there's mm-hmm. emphases on different parts of the letters. Like part of it is bolded and part mm-hmm. of it is not bolded. Okay. Okay. So lastly, there's all these reading programs you can do. Did I look into them? I tried and then I was like, oh, this is the worst. Too much um, reading. It's too much reading. Ironic. So one's called language. Um, it's language with an exclamation point. <laughs> it's really hard to find because if you type language into your search browser, it just shows you, it just shows you language. different languages. <laughs> <laughs> that you're really excited about language. Um, so uh, the Wilson reading system, and then something called starting over. Um, but yeah, so that was that was all about dyslexia. I hope you enjoyed it. Maybe some of you are discovering your dyslexia. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, let me know if you. We'll take a poll. Are you dyslexic? Let us know. Yep, this um, is just like with my nonverbal learning disorder, where it's like, well, I'm about to. <laughs> not ruin some people's lives i feel like it's good to know but i'm definitely gonna change some things up change some things so look deeply at your own reading abilities because you might be the type that's like overcompensated by like learning how to bullshit or get by without act like you know without actually knowing how to break words down into phonemes or you've been like kristen where you're like the hardest worker on the planet because you have to yeah, the hardest worker. It's like you work so hard to get to like status quo. Yeah, it's like everyone else is driving by you in cars, and you're like on a little tricycle. Yeah, that's exactly. It's how like, Kristen, it why did it take you so long to get here? Why are you so sweaty? I'm pedaling as fast <laughs> as I can. Oh, Kristen, she's just such a hard worker. She's always out there pedaling. She loves it. Such a hard worker. <laughs> loves the stuff. Fuck off. <laughs> Chooses to take a tricycle to school. Yeah. Can you believe it? Could you, why would you do that? <laughs> hard worker. Um, but yeah, I hope this helps some people. I I'm interested to hear from our listeners if they have dyslexia and if they do if they've tried any certain things that really really help them let me know and then yeah part two of this episode which will be released when it's released yep um we'll focus more on adhd and dyslexia specifically so we'll get there guys we're just we just wanted a little overview first and um and go from there i hope you enjoyed this you did a great um, job. Thanks. Was, this was a lot of reading for me. Um, you crushed it. Yeah. Thanks and, for being vulnerable with us. Oh, you're welcome. Um, yeah. And this has been Weirds of Feather, an ADHD Jason podcast. My name is Kristen. That's Grace right across the table. You can find us on the socials, on Instagram. You can find us. we got a Facebook group. It's bumping. Uh, um, you can find us on Instagram at Weirds of a Feather. You can email us at Weirds of a Feather at gmail.com. Send us your pizza secrets and your quirks. Um, and your warm-up questions. We yeah. want them all. And let us know if you're dyslexic. Yes. You guys can watch st- out for polls every Monday. Club. And yep. sometimes I post the results on Wednesday when I remember. Yeah. You can also buy us a coffee. Yes, at, that was the one I was missing. Yeah ko-fi.com slash weirds of a feather i'll try to remember to put that in the resources yeah all proceeds go back into the podcast because this is uh it's a non-profit for now um <laughs> yes and, we're doing the lord's work out yeah. here <laughs> but really for real we as are. in like we're in the red um yeah <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, everything goes back into the podcast to like make it better. Eventually, we are we are working on getting merch. It's just we just we have some business business stuff to attend to, yep. and and we'll get there. It's in the process. It's Susan, in the process, don't worry. Susan. I know the stickers and the hoodies. I got it written down. They're coming. They're coming. It's just gonna be a little minute. All right. Um, yeah, and now on to the bod. Yeah, let's oh, do it. Your bod. Nice bod. We got we got a good bod today. Great bod. We agreed. We came. We had a meeting, and we were like, our bods have been so hard, out of control, rock hard. Yeah, <laughs> rock yeah. hard bods. Yeah, rock hard bods. And so, the, our, yeah, the birds you've been choosing have been like, that's not a noise any human is capable of making. Yeah, and and. Part of me is like, wouldn't it be funny if we did this because it's so hard? And then <laughs> when I go to do it, I'm like, wow, this is quite difficult. So I think <laughs> yeah. for the next couple of bods, we'll probably choose some easier birds, you know, work our way up to something like the bellbird. Yeah, let's like set a whip. baseline, yeah. you know, before we try anything crazy. Yeah. So this bod is the morning dove, which uh. I think most people are familiar with it, but if not, it looks like a regular dove. It's just like tote. in the morning. Yeah, it's in it's in morning. It's, in morning, it's in morning. It's not morning as in like the time of day. It's morning as in like so sad. Like death in the family. Yeah. Um, and that's why it's so brown and taupe. <laughs> because it's in morning. No, because um, it's sad. I don't know. I would say if you're calling something a morning dove, wouldn't you want it to be like, I don't know. I think it's because like, it sounds so sad. I'm guessing that's why they oh, call it a morning I don't think it sounds dove. sad at all. I think it does. I think it sounds kind of haunting. Interesting. Well, let's find out. Anyway, um, there are these like brownish taupe birds that live everywhere in North America and probably other places. And fun fact, they're great co-parents Aww. crushing it. So if you're having some parenting issues, just look to the morning dove. <laughs> <laughs> Marry a morning dove. And apparently, Gracie found this out. They're really bad nest builders. Yeah, just like pigeons. They're really, really terrible just at it. Just like terrible like just a little pile of twigs together and they're like that'll do that yeah you also had one in your car once oh my god yeah we i was hadn't driven my car for a little bit because it was back when you had a car yeah back when i had the subaru and i was going to get a massage and i was driving across the bridge into portland and then all of a sudden this little bird head pops up like in my windshield in like the little crevice (laughs) at the bottom of your windshield and i was like ah and uh, I think the morning doves had built a nest above my car, but because they're so shit at building nests, the baby bird just fell like down onto fell my car. Out. And because I hadn't driven anywhere in a while, he was just like nesting in there. Right. He's like, this is okay. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I'm like driving across this bridge and there's like a bird in my window I'm freaking out. And then I got to my massage appointment and I was like, well, what do I do with this little bird? Because he's just hanging out there. I didn't want him to like hop down and get lost. So, of course, I had a plate in my car (laughs) because I had been eating something. Oh, my God. So I parked in the shade and I just put the plate over him and I went and got my massage. I was very anxious the whole time. It wasn't worth it because I was just worried about this fucking bird. I couldn't even enjoy myself. (laughs) And then he was still there when I got back and I brought him back home. And then the parents came down and they were all together, a little family. So I kidnapped a bird and then I saved a bird. There you go. Anyways. Yeah. Christopher found a bird in the parking lot of his work once when we were working at the same hospital and he came we met outside the hospital and he's like look what I found and he put it in a coffee mug no coffee in that mug I would hope not and I was like just put it back where you found it and nature will take over you're a monster he's like yeah that's what he told me (laughs) 
I was like, it fell out. Just let it go. The parents will come back for it. No, they won't. To safety. (laughs) No, they won't. You're lying. Luckily, we apparently we live near a bird sanctuary, so they took it and it's fine. Thank God for Christopher. Christopher, you saved a life. I would have just. Anyway, you're a heartless being. Let's listen to these fucking birds. God, we got to get out of here. Okay. You got it? Yeah. Let me go. You go. <laughs> Sounds really sad. <laughs> it was it's in morning. It's really in morning. It's really upset. <laughs> right. It's mine. That's good. I do it a lot because I hear them all the time outside my house. I don't think it sounds sad. I think it does. I think it just sounds like it's, like a bird. Like morning. it sounds. I think it sounds a little haunting, a little sad. Whereas I feel like a lot of other birds like. Yeah, well, a lot of other birds like are annoying. Chittering. <laughs> He's probably like, just shut up, okay? We're all. It's it's like five in the morning. We're all trying to get food. Well, so you prefer a more melancholy bird anyways. A more Eeyore bird. I don't want an Eeyore bird. It sounds like that's what I just exactly I just like. don't need like one that's had like eighteen cups of coffee. You don't you need know? all the theatrics. I'm just here for the birds. <laughs> I just want to hear your standard bird call. Standard bird calls. Morning dove. <laughs> Anything more than that is unnecessary. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, you know what? I like a chickadee. Chickadee dee 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 dee. And I like like a couple crows. <laughs> just a just a couple. Yeah. Have you ever like? So my parents. We gotta get out of here. Okay. No, we don't have time. Tell me after. Okay. All right. See ya. Bye. <laughs>